الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين استفى أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين آمنوا أشد حبا لله سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave each and every one of us a heart. Just like the function of the eyes is to see, the function of the ears is to hear, the function of the tongue is to taste and speak, just like that the function of the heart is to love. There was a poet, he once said that to be human is to love. He only got part of the sentence correct. The complete sentence would be that to be human is to love Allah. This love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatest feeling, the greatest emotion that we can have. That woman who can get love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in her heart, she will never then get the feeling of sadness, depression, worry, anxiety, stress. Because she will have the itminan of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in her heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Qur'an, Allah bi dhikrillahi tatba'illul kulub. That only and only in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will the hearts find itminan. Will the hearts be happy? Will the hearts be at peace? So there is nothing else that can give us peace in our heart. This is something that everybody in the world wants. Everybody wants their heart to be content, to be happy, to be at peace, to have inner peace, to have serenity, to have tranquility. Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, Allah bi dhikrillahi tatma'inul kuloob, that know that only and only through the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will the hearts find itminan. And because Allah Ta'ala wanted to ha- us to have a lot of itminan, Allah Ta'ala taught us in Qur'an, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amunu kurullaha zikran kathira, that all you who believe, you should make a lot of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You should remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala excessively. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala excessively. So this love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a great mercy. And it's part of our iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Quran, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُمْبًا لِلَّهِ That those who have iman, they are intensely in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are the mad passionate lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their heart is overwhelmed with, is overflowing with love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Until we become the lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we won't be able to endure our iman. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of His mercy, He made it easy for us because He made muhabba or love part of our nature. Every human being has the ability to love. Every human being has the need to love. Every human being will necessarily feel love. It's just a question of what and who they choose to love. Every human being will feel love for something or someone or some being. Will feel an attraction to something because it's part of our human nature. <laughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually gave us this attribute of love so that we would love Him. 
so that we would love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if instead of that love, we allow any other love to enter into our heart, any false love to enter into our heart, then instead of getting the nur or the light of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will have the zulma, the darkness. The darkness of love for ghairullah. When we have the darkness of love for ghairullah, then we won't enjoy prayer, we won't enjoy Qur'an. When Allah Ta'ala sends difficult times on us, when He tests us, we won't be able to have sabr, we won't be able to patiently endure those tests. So when we realize this, that we were created to love, and that our heart must love, then why not love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Why not love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who already loves you? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Quran, Yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbunahu That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the believers. Yuhibbuhum. First Allah ta'ala said that Allah ta'ala loves the believers. Wa yuhibbunahu And the believers love Allah. So our deen is about making this one-way love that Allah ta'ala already has for us to make it two ways. To love that Allah Ta'ala back who already loves you. That love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala dominates our being. It will determine our actions, what we say, what we feel, what we do, what we think. That is what is called love. Some Rashaik said that love is that feeling that it burns so strongly through you that it dominates your whole being. It determines everything that you do. Some Rashaik said that love is that feeling that you're willing to do anything and everything for your beloved. And what's the most a person can do, they can make their beloved their God. They can make their beloved their ilah. They can make their beloved their ma'bud. And this is why Imam Ghazali Ta'ala, in his great work, Iha'ul-Muddin, in his Kitab al-Muhammad, the book on love for Allah Ta'ala, he said the greatest level of love is to worship Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. That's the highest level. It's called ubudiyyah. To become the servant and slave of Allah subhanahu ta'ala. It means to love Allah is to obey Allah, to worship Allah, to remember Allah subhanahu ta'ala. But when the heart feels the passion of love, then the heart will enjoy all of these things. The heart will be attracted to all of these things. Our entire deen is about the heart. Allah subhanahu ta'ala send the Quran al-Kareem on the heart of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an that this book has uh, advice, has lessons, liman kana lahu qalb, for anyone who opens up their heart to the Qur'an. So the Qur'an is a book addressed to the heart. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu also used to address the hearts of the people. Every hadith, every sunnah is a heartfelt statement. From the heart of the Prophet ﷺ to us, the hearts of his believers, to the hearts of the followers. After the Prophet ﷺ, there was a group of ulama. They are known as awliyaullah. They also carry the same task, that they address the hearts of the people. They try to nurse the hearts of the people. They try to fill the hearts of the people with love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This Arabic word, mahabba, it comes from a root, basic word called habba. Habba means a seed. Actually, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that everybody has the seed of love for Allah ta'ala in their heart. Allah ta'ala planted that seed in our heart 
when he first he made our ruh, and then he gathered, he made our soul, our spirit, and then he gathered all of the human arwah, all the human ruhs together, and then Allah Ta'ala showed his beauty to us, and all of our ruhs were gazing at Allah Ta'ala in wonder and amazement. We were all struck, we were love struck at that moment. And then Allah Ta'ala asked a question, it comes in Quran, Allah bi rabbikum, that am I not your rub? Am I not your caretaker? Am I not your provider? Am I not your nourisher? At that moment, we weren't created in this world. So what does it mean that Allah Ta'ala is our rub? At that moment, it didn't mean that Allah gave us life, and He gave us health, and He gave us risk, and He gave us money, and He gave us food. No. What was it that Allah Ta'ala gave us at that moment? The only thing Allah Ta'ala gave us at that moment was love for Him. So His beginning of His rububiyyah, the beginning of His nursing us, the first thing He nurtured us with was by planting the seed of love for Him in our ruh. This was the real tarbiyyah. This was the real nurturing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then Allah Ta'ala continues this passage in Qur'an that when Allah Ta'ala asked all, every single human ruh, even today they may consider themselves non-Muslim, Muslim, every single human ruh was allowed to fall in love with Allah Ta'ala. And then Allah Ta'ala asked them the question, All of the human souls, every ruh responded, Bala, yes indeed, Allah Ta'ala we affirm that you are our love. So every human being's history, every human being's origin, were that they were the lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala gifted them and planted the seed of love in their ruh, in the heart of their ruh, in their spiritual heart, what in Arabic is called qalb. Now, every seed needs some help to grow. You see, if you put a seed in the ground, when the gardener puts a seed in the ground, nobody knows it's there, except for the gardener. And other people will walk over that ground, they may trample that ground, but the gardener knows it's there. So you need somebody to nurture that seed, to plant water for the seed, to give nutrients and fertilizer to the seed. The seed needs sunlight. And then, only then will the seed be able to sprout and grow and become a small plant. Then still, this small plant will need help. It will need to be protected from insects, from pests. It will need to be protected and cured from disease. So again, the gardener has to come and sometimes spray the plant. And again, the plant needs to be protected that it may develop some sickness inside itself. It may develop some disease, some rot in its roots or stems or leaf. Again, the gardener has to come. It has to trim away. He has to cut the rotten leaves so that the rot doesn't infect the rest of the plant. So just like that, we have the seed of love for Allah Ta'ala in our heart. But we have to give it a favorable environment. We have to be supportive to it. We have to give it nutrients. We have to nourish it to enable it to grow and develop. What is that environment? The first environment is Iman. We have to have Yaqeen in our Iman. We have to believe in Allah Taala with certainty, with passion, with love. The second environment is we have to have the feelings of Iman. When you read Quran, it is full of feelings. One feeling of Iman is called Taqwa, to fear Allah Taala. One feeling of Iman is called Tawakkul, to trust and rely and depend on Allah Taala. Turn to Allah Ta'ala from your heart in every single affair. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, مَن يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ That whomsoever trusts in Allah Ta'ala, relies in Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will be sufficient for them. So to feel like that, that Allah Ta'ala is enough for me. 
I don't need anything else in the world. Allah Ta'ala is enough for me. These are the feelings of Iman. This is what we need. So you're alone at home. You're free. Allah Ta'ala is enough for you. You don't need to go to the internet. You don't need to surf. You don't need to read a novel. You don't need to listen to music. You don't need to watch TV. You don't need to watch movies. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala is enough for me. The name of Allah is enough for me. Just sitting and doing the zikr of His name, Allah, Allah, it's enough for me. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, then make zikr of the name of your Rabb. The name of our Rabb is Allah. And drown yourself in that name. Go so deep in that name that you forget everything else. So Allah is enough. That's called Iman. You see, Tawheed doesn't just mean to believe Allah is one. Tawheed means to live your life such that you have one Allah, that you have one beloved, that you have one wali, that you have one wakil, that you have one guardian, that you have one friend, that you have one benefactor, that you can turn, you have one best friend. That's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you can all, and you can turn to Him at any time, all the time, in your heart, with your feelings. This is called the feeling of Iman. When a person starts befriending Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when a person starts yearning for Allah Ta'ala, when a person starts missing Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, that is what feeds their love. That is the nourishment that the seed of love needs. Can you imagine that we have free time, but instead of turning to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, we'd rather read a magazine, or rather pick up a novel, or rather watch a movie. What does it mean? It means Allah Ta'ala is not enough for us. We haven't made our heart yet like that. Allah Ta'ala is not enough for us. No, we have to become people like that. مَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ means Allah Ta'ala suffices for them. Allah Ta'ala is sufficient for them. Allah Subhanahu is enough for them. So these are all the feelings of Iman. So many feelings. Feelings of sabr. What does it mean that when my beloved Allah Subhanahu He sends me some difficulty, I know He still loves me. I don't doubt in any way that He loves me. I know this is, He has put some khair for me in this difficulty. That in this outward difficulty, test, trial, setback, there is some hidden khair, some good, some gift, some fuzzle, some karam, some generous grace that he wants to give me. So I'm not upset. I don't doubt that he loves me. I know he loves me. And because he loves me, he sent this difficulty on me. Because he wants me to have sabr. He wants me to endure it patiently. He wants me to persevere. He wants me to remain committed to my ibadat, to remain steadfast. What will He give me? Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الصَّابِرِينَ That Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala Himself, He gifts Himself to the people of sabr. He gives His companionship to the people of sabr. So I know that my Allah Ta'ala loves me. He's doing this to bring me even closer to Him. This is called feelings of love. When Allah Ta'ala sends good times my way, when things go according to plan, I have happiness, there's no difficulty, no test in my life, then I have the feeling of shukr. We're supposed to have the feeling of shukr. Shukr means to be appreciative, to be thankful, to be grateful, to feel that yes, Ya Rabbi Kareem, today everything went so well, it's all because of you. It's because you love me that my kids woke up on time, that they went to school on time, they read school safely, all day there was no call from school, there was no problem, they came home from school safely, they ate their lunch on time, all of this is because you love me. My husband came home on time, he was happy with me when he came home, all of this is because you love me. There was no problem today, no bad news today, no disturbing phone call today, all of this is because you love me. So whether we're in difficult times or in good times, feeling of sabr, feeling of shukr, 
all the time we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, Rabia Basriya, she was a woman. Rabia Basriya, she was a lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once she was sitting with some people and she asked them, that what does it mean to love Allah? So people, they answered according to the best of their understanding. So one person said that, oh, to love Allah Ta'ala means you spend all your money on deen. One person said to love Allah Ta'ala means you give your life for deen. So she kept listening. One person said to love Allah Ta'ala means that you remember Him in difficult times. One person said that to love Allah means you remember Him in good times. So she listened to all their answers. And then one of them, they asked her, that, oh, Rabia Basriya, you tell us, what does it mean to love Allah Ta'ala? The Rabia Basriya, she said, to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that no matter how bad a time you're in or how good a time you're in, you in your heart you feel equal, unwavering, unchanging feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does it mean when it's bad times, sometimes the people get down, they get depressed, they think they feel distant from Allah ta'ala. She says, no, if you really love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you won't feel distant at all. You won't be down at all. And in good times, what happens is a person that gets so busy enjoying life, they get so busy in the comforts of life, they forget Allah Ta'ala, they take Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for granted. Instead of enjoying their heart feeling for Allah Ta'ala, they start enjoying whatever luxury, whatever comfort they have in their life. The Rabbi Basri said, no, to love Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala means you're always enjoying, always missing, always yearning, always loving Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala equally, irrespective of what's going on in your life. Allah Akbar Kamira. Now those of you who have children, you would understand this. That you love your children no matter what. Something good happens, something bad happens. You love them equally. You have unwavering, unflinching, unchanging love for them. That's called deep love. That's called true love. The love of a mother for her children is legendary. Even more than that, even more intense than that, is the love of a believer for Allah. And those who have iman, they're intensely extreme in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Well, we have to get these feelings of love. So the feelings of love, they nurture the seed of love. Then we have to do the actions of love. muhabba, The actions of love. You see, love is something that must be displayed. One poet, he said that love is a feeling that necessarily spills out. You can't hide it. You can't contain it. It must spill out and spill over into your life. So in our deen, this is called a'malu salih that a person starts doing ibadah, worshipping Allah Ta'ala, a person does good deeds, a person does deeds of kindness, deeds of charity, deeds of uh, acts of dawah, everything becomes an act of love. Their love doesn't let them sit content. We were not created like rocks that we just sit there. We're not a tree that we just sit there. We're insan, and insan in mu'min, that human who is a believer, they're restless. This love makes them restless. Allahu Akbar. This is also one of the attributes of love. So the feelings of love, the actions of love. Then they, our mashaykh, they talk about the adab of love. The adab and adat of love. What does it mean? It means the mannerisms of the lovers. The style of the lovers. That this is the path. So the lovers of us, what does it mean? So that one of the manners of the lovers, sometimes they cry out of love for Allah Ta'ala. Sometimes they cry because they're missing Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. What is the manner of the lover? Sometimes they don't eat because they're loving Allah Ta'ala. They do extra fasting. They don't feel the interest in eating. Sometimes in other manners of the lovers, they sleep less. They wake up in the middle of the night for tahajjud. They wake up automatically. They don't have to set their alarm. They're restless. 
they're yearning, they're missing Allah Ta'ala. They know that in the middle of the night, in the last third of the night, Allah Ta'ala said, this is a special time for my lovers and me. Allah Ta'ala calls out, Ham min sa'il. Is there anyone who is asking anything of me that I may grant it to them? Hal min mustaghfir. Is there anyone seeking forgiveness of any sin from me so that I may send my forgiveness and mercy on them? So because they have this love for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, they're restless. They're doing the adab, the adat of love. They may sometimes sleep less, sometimes eat less, sometimes laugh less, sometimes cry more. They're overwhelmed by their love. Don't you see in this world the people who have fake love, false love, unlawful, romantic, lustful love, they also write poems like this, that they become restless in their love. So what do you think? That what if a person had the true love, divine love, love for Allah SWT, how restless would that make a person? How passionate would that make a person? It would change their days, it would change their nights. One poet said that, Ya Allah, once the love for you entered my heart, now something else became the master of my day and the master of the night. You are the owner of my day. You have become the owner of my night because you are the owner of my heart. So this is a feeling. That those who have iman, they have intense love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should get that feeling. And the true lovers, you see there is one type of love Lover is called ashiki ehsani. What does that mean? That they only love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah ta'ala does something for them. So they love Allah ta'ala because of the bounties and blessings Allah ta'ala sends upon them. That's one level. Then there's a higher level, which is ashiki zati. No, they love Allah ta'ala not dependent on what Allah ta'ala does for them. They love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of who Allah is. When they hear this word Ar-Rahman, they fall in love with Allah Ta'ala. They hear that he's Al-Kareem, they fall in love with Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. They hear Al-Ghafoor, they fall in love with Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. They hear Al-Mannan, Al-Hannan. Al-Hannan and Mannan means that being who is easy to make up with him, easy to patch up with him, easy to reconcile with him. If you make him angry, it's easy to make him happy with you again. Allah Ta'ala Al-Hannan, Al-Mannan. So they hear these things about Allah, they fall in love with him. They hear that Allah says Al-Halim. Al-Halim means that being, that he has the power and the right to punish you. But he withholds his punishment. He withholds his power out of his soft, tender, merciful love for you. So they hear that, oh Allah says Al-Halim, they fall in love with him. So they fall in love with Allah Ta'ala not because of what Allah Ta'ala does for them, not because of the bounties and blessings Allah has given them. That's also one level of love. We also need that. But they go to a higher level. They actually also love Allah Ta'ala just for who Allah Ta'ala is. Allahu Akbar. Again, you see the same thing in the world, right? This is what husband and wife who love each other, they say, that no, it's okay, even if you can't do anything for me, even if you're not able to work and support me, it doesn't matter, I still love you. I love you for who you are. I don't love you just for what you do for me. Huh? That's what we say in this world. That's a higher level of love. So we have to take that higher level of love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the lower level of love is, no, when Allah Ta'ala is doing something for me, then I feel feelings of love for Him. And when He's not doing something for me, then I feel distant, then I feel sad. No, there's no distance from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Know that in any relationship, if you feel distant, it's only one of two possibilities. Either the other party has pulled back from you, they have become distant, or you have pulled back from the other party. So know that Allah Ta'ala says in Qur'an, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That no, indeed, I'm intimately near to you. I'm close to you. So it's never possible that Allah Ta'ala has pulled back from us. 
So if we feel distant from Allah Ta'ala in our heart, we feel that we can't remember Him in our prayer or salah, we feel that we can't make dua anymore, it's not because Allah Ta'ala has pulled back from us, it's because we have pulled back from Him. It's our inadequacy, it's our effort. We have to strive in this path of love. We have to make effort in this path of love. We have to reach out to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We have to yearn for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We have to try to attract Allah Ta'ala's mercy towards us, His love towards us. That's called the lover. Don't we do that in this world, that if husband and wife, they're not getting along, isn't one of them supposed to reach out to the other? Hmm? Are we supposed to try to make up to the other, patch up to the other, win over the other? Just like that, more than that, we're supposed to reach out to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala through our ibadat, through our du'as, through our a'mal, through our actions, through our deeds, through our obedience, and through our zikr. Through the zikr and the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Quran, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَنُّ هُمَّنْ لِلَّهِ That those who believe, they're intense in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're deep in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another sign of love, that's called hasrat. Hasrat is the sign of muhabbat. Hasrat means that if you miss something to do with your beloved, you feel sad. Like if there was some friend of yours and you missed a chance to meet them, you feel sad. If there was a friend of yours, you missed a chance to spend time with them, you feel sad. So the lovers of Allah SWT, they have hasrat. If they miss fajr, they feel so sad. They miss tahajjud, they feel so sad. If they weren't able to recite Quran that day, they feel so sad. So this is a sign of muhabbat. This is another attribute of the lovers. They get sad. And that that sad doesn't mean that they become depression or apathy or inaction. No. They get sad but they turn to Allah SWT. They're dynamic. They do something about it. Like if in this world you miss someone, you call them up. You miss someone, you write them a letter. You miss someone, you reach out to them. So when they start missing Allah Ta'ala, they're having hasrat, they start turning to Him. Allahu Akbar. So this is, this is, you know, me and you, we do understand the emotion of love. The problem is we haven't used that emotion fully for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Somebody may love their husband, somebody may love their children, somebody loves their parents. These are all lawful loves. These are all loves Allah Ta'ala wants us to have. But we should also have the same emotion, feeling, passion of love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Himself. For Sayyidina Rasulullah So we should have feelings of love. Our problem is today that if we miss something, we don't feel bad about it. Another example, that if another sign of the lover is if they do meet their beloved, so they don't miss it. But if they meet their beloved, but it didn't go as well as it could have gone, they say, okay, next time I'm going to do a better job. Next time it will be a better meeting. Next time we'll have a more loving relationship. So that, what is that? Check your salah. Our salah is our meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our salah is our conversing with Allah ta'ala. Our salah is when the lover gets to talk to the beloved. So if someday our salah doesn't go well, we don't pray one salah with so much concentration, with so much feeling, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, dhikri That established the salah for my dhikr. The purpose of salah is to remember me, to feel me in your salah. So if a person says, yes, you know, I didn't feel it. I was praying salah, I was even going in sajda, but I didn't feel anything. So if they're a lover of Allah Ta'ala, they will immediately say, okay, next time I have to make it better. Next time I'll pray salah better, they won't wait. 
And the mistake me and you do, no, we wait and we let weeks go by, months go by. Some of us for years have been praying empty salah. Look, nobody wants in any relationship that it should be heartless. Everybody wants that everybody, every relationship should be heartfelt. That when somebody speaks to me, they should be speaking to me from their heart. They should be devoted to me, loyal to me, loving to me, focused on me. We don't want that somebody speak to us and they're not really into it. They're not really concentrating. They're not paying attention to us. Right? Nobody wants a heartless relationship. So if we don't want others to have heartless relationship with us, why in the world have we allowed ourselves to have a heartless relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? No, it should be heartfelt. Every salah, every sentence, every word we say in salah should be heartfelt. We have to fill our heart with the love for Allah ta'ala, feelings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaykh, Shaykh Ahmed Sir Hindi known as Imam al-Rabbani Mujaddad al-Fasani he used to tell and teach that you must have feelings of salah. You must work on your salah. You must keep after it. You must develop it. You must polish it. You must make it shine. This is the time to make our heart shine. You know, when you go to meet someone, you get dressed up, you look in the mirror, you put makeup, you look at your shoes even, you make sure even your shoes are shining. Hmm? And when we come to salah, and that's our meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, don't we want to make sure that our heart is shining with the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Don't we want to make sure that we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that our heart is shining for Him? This is the way we're supposed to pray salah, out of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of yearning for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's why Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that you pray salah with ahsan. What is ahsan? That you should worship Allah ta'ala with such a feeling as if you're seeing Him. It doesn't mean in salah you should imagine what Allah Ta'ala looks like or imagine that you're looking at Him. No. It means imagine if you were able, if, if you were able to see Allah Ta'ala at that moment in your salah, how would that make you feel? However that would make you feel, pray salah with those feelings right now. That's called asan. Sayyidina Rasulullah he also said, As-salatu mi'rajul mu'min. Why? Mi'raj was when, when he went above the arsh and the kursi and he got to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then he came back and he brought us the gift of salah. This is when salah became far of the mandatory in the ummah. So when he brought us his gift of salah, he told the sahaba, told all of us, told the ummah, the believers, as-salatu mi'rajul mu'min. What does it mean? That in this world, every lover, they want to see their beloved. But we can't. And Allah ta'ala knew that. That oh my believers, those of you are true believers, then you will really be like I said in Quran, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ You will be really intensely in love with me. And I, Allah, know that every lover wants to see their beloved. So you won't be able to see me in this world. So instead, what will I do? I will grant you this gift of salah. And in this gift of salah, in this gift of salah, you will practice seeing me. It will be as if you will see me. You practice seeing me five times a day. Allahu Akbar, that's what salah is. It's practicing for the vision of Allah Ta'ala that we will get in the day of judgment and akhirah. Then Allah Ta'ala gave us another ibadah. That, oh my believers, I know that if you really love me, then you will want to visit me. You will want to come to me. But that will happen in akhirah. So, okay, I will put my home on earth. I will call it Baytullah. 
and then I will call you and invite you, come visit my home. You come for Umrah, you come for Hajj, and you do Tawaf. You just walk around that home like a mad lover. Allahu Akbar. Look, Allah SWT is arranging for our love. He's catering to our love. He's giving us ibadat so we can express our love. Why? Because we were supposed to be the mad, crazy lovers of Allah SWT. It was supposed to be overflowing. So Allah Ta'ala was showing us where to channel it. You see, once we became وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَّنُوا هُمْبًا لِلَّهِ Once we had that intense love for Allah Ta'ala, we had that iman, then Allah Ta'ala gave us ibadat and a'mal to channel that love. Look at that person, she's making tawaf around Baytullah. Once, twice, seven times. Then she goes again for tawaf and goes again for tawaf. What is this? This is just love. She's loving her beloved. She says, okay, Allah Ta'ala, I wanted to meet you. I wanted to come to you. But I'm stuck in this world. I will only be able to come to you in Akhirah. So what can I do? I come to your home. I come to Baytullah. What will I do when I come? But I'm just so happy to be here. I'm just walking around and around and around. But that's how the lovers are. They're so happy. They want to go into the city of their beloveds. They're happy just walking around the streets of Grimstad. Hmm? Yes, this is called love. The person just wants to be there. They're just happy just being there. That's what happens when a person goes to Makkah Makarama. They're just happy to be there. Even if she's not doing tawaf, she did many tawaf, she's tired, she just sits there, she's just looking at Kaaba. Just happy to be there, just sitting, enjoying, being at the home of her beloved Allah. So Allah SWT made these features of love in our deen. Then a person says, Oh Allah Ta'ala, I love you. I want to spend money on you. I want to, I like to, this is one way I feel love. This is the way humans express Allah Ta'ala. Okay, you give zakah, you give sadaqah. Yes, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu the person who gives sadqa, it's like they're spending on Allah. Of course, literally, Allah Ta'ala doesn't need anything from us. He doesn't need us to spend on Him. He owns every single treasure, the master of every riches. But He knew that we were going to be His lovers. And lovers need to express their love. So He said, okay, you give sadaqah, you give zakah, you give charity, you spend. Allah Akbar. Then, lover feels that, oh, sometimes I want to go hungry for the sake of my beloved. This is an interesting thing. You will even find in this world when people have the fake love, false love, what happens to them? They say, oh, I lost my appetite, oh, I can't eat, oh, I had breakup, and I'm feeling hungry. Allah Akbar. Huh? That's for the fake love. So the person who has real love for Allah Ta'ala, they can't wait to meet Him. They're yearning for Him, so they go hungry. They start fasting. They may fart fast in Ramadan. They can do nafal fast any other time of the year. Allah Ta'ala is showing them, giving, giving them outlets for their love. Why? Because Allah knew these are my believers. These are mad, crazy, passionate lovers for me. They need some outlet for their love. They need some expression for their love. Allah Akbar. Then for the male believers who love Allah SWT, then they said, No Allah I just, I love you too much. I want to give my life for you. Okay, you give your life for Allah SWT. Allah Akbar. Don't you see the fake lovers, don't they say that? Isn't this what they write in their songs? Oh, I give my life for you. Huh? This is one of the feelings of love. Allah said, okay, you do that also. Allah Akbar Kameera. This is the deen of love. Our relationship with Allah is one of love. And that love is supposed to be unwavering, unflinching, unchanging. So we have to learn how to get these feelings. Learn to do these actions of deen, these ibadat with feelings. Then the lovers of Allah SWT, then it's not enough for them. Five times Salah is not enough, they want to pray more. So sometimes they're praying Salatul Awabin, a nafal prayer after Maghrib. Sometimes in the morning they pray Salatul Ishraq, 
Nafal prayer after sunrise. Sometimes they pray Salatul Duha, a Nafal prayer around 8, 9 in the morning. They still want more. Sometimes they make wudu, they pray two rakats extra Tahiyatul Wudu. They come in masjid, they pray two rakats Tahiyatul Masjid. They want more. Sometimes they pray Salatul Istikhara, they pray Salatul Toba, Salatul Haja. They want more. So they even give up their sleep and they wake up in the night, they pray Salatul Tahajjud. They want more. This is expressions of love. Tahajjud is a prayer of love. You can't force yourself to pray tahajjud. Maybe you can force yourself to wake up for fajr, because fajr is also a duty and obligation. But because tahajjud is not a duty, obligation, it's optional, it can only be prayed by the lover. It's a prayer of passion, it's a prayer of lover. Listen, Sayyidah Fatima radiallahu anha, the beloved noble daughter of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, once it was a summer night in Arabia, means these are short nights like you have here also. So at night she stood up to pray two rakats. Just she made intention of praying two rakats. And she kept reciting Quran, kept reciting Quran. She was enjoying so much, praying so much. She ended up praying the whole night. And then from the corner of her eye when she saw the first ray of light starting to come, she realized the night is ending and Fajr is starting. So then she completed her prayer because she realized in the time of Fajr is finished. So she completed her prayer and then she made dua. What dua did she make? She said, Ya Allah, what has happened to your nights, that your nights have become so short, they're not even long enough for two rakats of your Fatima. Allah Akbar, look at the way she's talking to Allah Ta'ala. Huh? This is the way a lover talks to his beloved. She said, Oh Allah, what's happened to your nights, that they're too short for two rakats of your Fatima. Ajib. Mulana Rum Ramtala in his Masnavi wrote a story, that once there was a ruler, and he had an attendant, you can say like a maid, and she used to make the bed for him at night, and serve the food and then make the bed for him at night and then every night he would go to sleep and he would notice and he would go to sleep she would start praying she would ask him that oh uh, king or ruler or whatever she called him have my duties done for tonight he said yes you are done for tonight you may retire but he would see that she wouldn't sleep that she would go on her musalla on her prayer mat and she would worship Allah Ta'ala for long hours so one night he decided to stay awake he stayed awake and he was listening to her when he stayed awake, he was listening to her. He heard her make a dua. And he was he sat up. He was surprised by the dua. What dua she made? She made dua that, Oh Allah, I ask you in the name of the love that you Allah have for me. And then she started making dua. So he woke up and he said, Oh woman, this is not proper adab. You shouldn't ask, say like this. Instead you should say, Oh Allah, I ask you in the name of the love that I have for you. How can you say, Allah Ta'ala, I ask you in the name of the love that you, Allah, have for me? So she told him, oh man, you keep quiet and go back to sleep. Allah Ta'ala does love me. He said, why? He said, if Allah Ta'ala didn't love me, He would have kept me sleeping like He's kept you sleeping. He wouldn't have given me tawfiq. He wouldn't have let me sit on this prayer mat. So the fact that He lets me pray all night means He loves me. So I will ask Allah Ta'ala in this way, that oh Allah, I ask in the name of the love that you have for me. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Look at these lovers of Allah SWT. Look how they talk to Allah Ta'ala. Ajeeb. These are feelings. Our deen is a deen of feelings. It's not just about words and about appearances. We have to have the feelings of Islam. And the greatest feeling of Iman is this love for Allah SWT. Look, we have two options, right? There are two types of love in this world. Two types of relationships. One is what we call in Arabic Urdu, we call it Kanuni Taluk. And I'll explain. And one is what we call Jununi Taluk. 
So Kanuni Taluk means that we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in such a way that is just in name, just because we have to. To worship Allah Ta'ala because we have to. That's called Kanun. Kanun means law. To have a very legalistic relationship. Okay, it's farz, then I'll do it. Okay, I have to do it, I'll do it. Okay, it's mandatory, I'll do it. This is not a good relationship. Again, take example of husband-wife. If husband-wife have Kanuni Ta'aluk, what does it mean? It means they don't really love each other. They're just married in name. They're just roommates in the same apartment. They just manage the household together. They just raise the children together. Other than that, they have their own lives, their own happiness. Husband wants to stay late at work. He doesn't like to come home. If he's free, he'd rather go out with his friends on the weekends. The wife, she has her own social circle. Now she's made her own hobbies. This is a sad life. This is called kanun, kanuni taluk. Just in name, in principle, but not in reality. Then there's another type of love, another type of relationship. That's called jununi taluk, junun. Junun in Arabic means craze, passion, love. So husband and wife have jununi taluk means they truly love each other. Not only are they managers of the same household, but they want to be with each other. Husband wants to come home early from work. If he's free, he wants to spend time with her. She says, I will wait for you to eat. I can't eat unless you come home. This is junun. Just like that, a person has a choice in their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do we want to have kanun with Allah ta'ala or junun? Do we just want to technically be his believers and do what we have to do? Or do we want to be his lovers? Do we want to pray because we have to? Or do we want to pray because we want to? So our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be what we call jununi taluk should be out of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, passion for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the fuel that drives our heart, it's the fuel that drives our life, it's the feeling that we're it's the feeling of Jannah, it's the feeling of Akhirah, it's the feeling that a person will feel forever. This is such a mercy of Allah Ta'ala that He has gifted us with the ability to feel that feeling in this world, in this life. Everything can be sacrificed to get this love. We can do anything and everything to get this love. Getting this love for Allah is the purpose of our iman. You see, only Allah Ta'ala has the right to define what iman is. And I recited to you many times already. Allah Ta'ala in Quran has defined what iman is. This is what deen is about. To be a believer who is the crazy mad lover of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Then when you lose, when you have that feeling of passion and craze in your heart, then everything else falls into place. Everything else in deen will just become easy. Don't you see in this world, if you love someone, it's easy to do anything for them. If somebody loves someone, they'll do manual labor for them. If somebody loves someone, they'll drive them across all night. If somebody loves someone, they'll pick them up in the middle of the night from the airport. If somebody loves someone, they'll give their whole weekend and help them repair their house. Whatever it is. Once you have that love, everything else falls into place. Everything becomes easy. That's why the Prophet said, Ad-Din Yusrun, Deen is easy. What he meant by that is that that person who follows Deen, gets the feelings of Deen, gets love for Allah Ta'ala in their heart, then the rest of Deen is easy. It's for a lover to please their beloved is easy. Why? Because the lover wants one thing. Lover wants only one thing in life. What is that? The lover wants their beloved to love them back. That's it. Their whole life is about this. Their whole life, their whole existence now is for one purpose alone. That that being who I've made my beloved, 
I need to make myself their beloved. That that Allah Ta'ala that I love, that Allah Ta'ala that I've made my beloved, I need somehow my Allah Ta'ala to love me back. That's the whole goal of life. Whole purpose of life. One mission. That my mahboob should make me their mahboob. That my beloved should make me their beloved. Allahu Akbar. Then when a person has a clear goal in life, clear mission in life, everything becomes easy. Everything falls in place. Whole entire life is lived for the sake of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whole entire life becomes lived for the sake to try to become the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at what a beautiful deen, what a beautiful understanding of life, what a beautiful understanding of humanity, how lucky we are. Allah Ta'ala gave us this hidayah. How sad it is for those people who don't have hidayah. They don't know what the purpose of life is. They wander around, they don't know. So they think, maybe I should make my nafs happy. Maybe I should make my uncle happy. I should fulfill my desires. I should come up with my own ideas. They don't have hidayah. We're lucky. We're no, we're no better than them. We're just, Allah Ta'ala blessed us. So shouldn't we do value of that? Shouldn't we do qadr? Shouldn't we value that hidayah? Shouldn't we value that guidance? Or do we want to also become like them? We know we have hidayah. We know purpose of life is to love Allah Ta'ala. We know purpose of life is to become beloved of Allah Ta'ala. But then we too are just going to watch TV programs. We're also just going to follow our nafs. We're also just going to follow our akal. We're going to have the same lifestyle. The lifestyle without purpose when Allah Ta'ala has given us the deen of purpose. What's the matter with us? This perfect Allah Ta'ala has given us perfect Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, sent down upon us perfect Qur'an, gave us perfect Hidayah. Why? So we could perfect our love for Him. Why? So that He could perfectly love us. Why? So that when He makes us His perfect beloved, He will give us perfect life, eternal life in perfect Jannah. This is what life is for. This is the purpose of our life. We have been given life itself to love Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. That's why we exist. This is why we live. To become the beloved of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's why he has two names. Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ahmad means the one who did the most hamd. The one who has praised Allah ta'ala the most of all creation. Means the greatest lover of Allah. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam means... The most praised one, the one who is most praised by Allah Ta'ala, like Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ And we have exalted your remembrance, like Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْآلَمِينَ That we didn't send you except as a mercy for the worlds. So he is the most praised one, means the most beloved to Allah SWT. Look how lucky we are that our Prophet, our Nabi Kareem Wasallam, the Imam of our heart, the Imam of our life, the person who we pledge our life to, the person who we promise to follow, to ittiba'a of his sunnah, follow his seerah, love his sahaba, and get his adab and akhlaq in our heart. He was the greatest lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he was the greatest beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. That's the real sunnah. That's called sunnah. This is the sunnah to follow. That if, he, if our Nabi Kareem was the greatest lover, then shouldn't his followers also be great lovers? Shouldn't his Ummah also be great lovers? If he was, and he certainly was, the greatest beloved of Allah SWT, so shouldn't we as his followers, as his Ummah, shouldn't we also become the greatest, try to become the great beloveds of Allah SWT? So this deen is about love. Sayyidina Rasulullah taught Sahaba to love Allah. 
Allah Akbar, the Sahaba, many of them, not all, but many of them before they met the Prophet they were living barbarian lives. They were worshipping idols. They were fighting one another. And what did Sayyidina Sahaba, he taught them, he made the lovers of Allah. Or they're making tawaf around Kaaba now. Or they're making tahajjud for three hours a night now. Or they're fasting in the day now. Or they're making jihad fi sabilillah now. Or they became the mad lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They forgot tribe. They forgot clan. They forgot ethnicity. They forgot anything. They forgot everything. They became lost in the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then what did Allah ta'ala say about them in Quran? Radiyallahu anhum wa that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with them. Allah Ta'ala gave them a certificate stamp in Quran that these are a group. This is what Sayyidina Sallam, his greatest accomplishment was Sahaba. <coughs> greatest accomplishment of the Prophet is the Sahaba, that he created a community of lovers. He made a jamaat, he made a group of lovers of Allah Ta'ala, he made a group of beloveds to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Radiyallahu anhum an. That Allah subhanahu wa is pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah. Allah ta'ala gave the certificate to all sahaba in Quran. Allah ta'ala becomes pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah. This is love. All pleasure lies in this love. Why do we chase the pleasures of this world? Those are fake. Fake. Allah ta'ala says in Quran, Allah bi-dhikri kulub Know that only in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala will you get real itminan. Our problem is that we're going after fake itminan. Whether it's TV, movies, music, chatting, friends, Facebook, Twitter, this is all fake itminan. It doesn't last, that's the sign. The sign of fake itminan, it has no lasting effect. It will have no after effect. You meet a young woman, she's at university, she says, I was sad, so I put in a movie. Okay, how long did it take you to watch the movie? Two hours. What happened when the movie ended? She says, the moment the movie ended, I was depressed again. So it means it had no effect on you. It had no after effect. That's a sign. It's not real itminan. It's not real tranquility. It's not real happiness. It's fake. Sign a real itminan that has an after effect. A long lasting effect on you. So then the woman says, okay, then I'll try that. I prayed two rakats to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I spent long time in sadda. I cried out my heart to Him. I made dua to Him. Then I asked, okay, what happened when you ended salah? She said, everything was fine. I wasn't depressed. The depression didn't come back. It went away. It was gone. This is a sign that it's real itminan. It had an effect, after effect, long lasting effect, long lasting after effect. This is real itminan. When are we going to stop chasing the fake itminan? When are we going for the real itminan? Allahu Akbar. Allah SWT said in Quran, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرْكُمْ That, O oh my slave, when you make zikr of me, I, Allah, will make zikr of you. Ya Allah, we are your weak, sinning servants. We are sinners. We have impurities. We are nakis. We are najis. You're going to remember us. This is the way Allah Ta'ala is. This is his love. You know, great person, what do you say, great lover? That's the person that I, okay, I showed them a little love, they gave me a lot back. You get very touched. That, oh, I showed this person a little love. She gave me so much love back. So this is infinitely, if this is true about anyone, it's infinitely true about Allah SWT. Fadkuruniya says, you make zikr of me, how much zikr can we do? Huh? How much could we do? What can we do? 
Our zikr is full of other thoughts and other things and distractions. Well, Tala says, no. You show me a little love, Padkaruni. You show me a little love. Al-Kurkum, I will show you an immense love. I will do zikr of you. Allahu Akbar. And everything Allah Ta'ala does is kamil. He is absolutely perfect in everything that He does. Whatever He does, He does perfectly, absolutely. So it means we make imperfect, partial, juicy, slight zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Al-Kurkum, Allah Ta'ala does perfect, absolute zikr of us. What a lover. What a beloved. Hmm? What a wonderful beloved that He is such a wonderful lover of us. We show Him a little love. Allah Ta'ala drowns us in a shower of His infinite mercy. His infinite love. Yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbunahu. Allah Ta'ala loves the believers and the believers love Him. So we have to become people of zikr. We have to learn the zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. That's why Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amunu dhkurullaha zikran kathira. That oh you have iman, make zikr of Allah Ta'ala an abundant zikr. A lot of zikr. Why? Because these two things go together. Shiddati muhabba and kasrati zikr. Ashaddu humman lillah and udhkurullaha dhikran kathira. Means in English, Allah Ta'ala said in one verse, love Allah Ta'ala intensely. Here Allah Ta'ala said, remember Allah abundantly. Why? Because the way to love Allah Ta'ala intensely is to remember Allah Ta'ala excessively. It's only when we have kathrat, excessive abundance of zikr, then we will have shiddat, ashad, we will have intensely extreme love for Allah SWT. So this is the path. This is a word Allah Ta'ala has used in Quran. وَالذَّاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ And those male believers, ذَاكِرِينَ who remember Allah Ta'ala a lot, وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ and those female believers who remember Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala a lot. So every one of you, this should be your dream. That Ya Allah, you said this word in Quran, ذَاكِرَاتِ Ya Allah, you showed me, you gave me hidayah, you guided me to this reality, that there are some women who will be your mu'minat women, your believing women, who will remember you all the time. Allah Ta'ala, I want to be from the zakirat. This should be your dua. Allah maj'alni min al-zakirat. That oh Allah, make me of those women who remember you a lot. This should be your attempt. This should be your effort. This should be your life plan. This should be your life mission. This should be your life goal. That I need to get my name written in the ranks of the zakirat. I want Allah Ta'ala to remember me. I want that blessing that Allah Ta'ala mentions with zikr. Listen to what Allah Ta'ala says in Quran. Allahu Akbar. What does He give to a person who does zikr? Quran, Azimushan. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, Udhkurullaha zikran kathira. Then Allah Ta'ala continues, وَسَبِّهُوهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَسِيلًا This means that you should do the tasbih. You should glorify Allah Ta'ala. Morning and evening. You should remember that Allah is amazing. But that's what it means to say subhanallah. Subhanallah means amazing is Allah. In fancy English it means that my Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is beyond any possibility of flaw, fault, imperfection. Simply in English it means subhanallah, absolutely amazing, incredible, out of this world, delightful is my Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Yes, Allah Ta'ala is absolutely delightful, absolutely incredible, absolutely wonderful, outright amazing, subhanallah. It's a word, it's an expression of love. Doesn't every lover like to extol the virtues of their beloved? It means every lover likes to talk about and praise the wonders of their beloved. 
So who is that lover who will never tire of praising? It's us. Why? Because our beloved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has limitless wonders, limitless perfections. He's infinitely amazing. So subhanallah. And this is another way Allah is teaching us that, oh my lovers, I know that when you think about me and you realize in Quran how kareem I am, raheem I am, how loving I am to you, you're going to get this feeling in your heart that I'm amazing, I'm wonderful. And then you will want to spill this out. You want to express this. So I will teach you a sentence. Subhanallah. Nabi Kareem taught Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Subhanallah al-Azim. Allahu Akbar. This is the sentence of love. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Subhanallah al-Azim. This is the way we say that Allah Ta'ala, you are amazing. You're just incredible. You're wonderful. You're delightful. Allahu Akbar. So Allah Ta'ala says, وَسَبِّهُهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَسِيلًا You should express that love for your amazing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala morning and evening. Okay? Ya Allah, you commanded us two things so far. أُذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ ذِكْرًا كَثِيرًا That we should remember you a lot. And وَسَبِّهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَسِيلًا We should morning and evening always remember that you're amazing. So yes Allah, this is what we should do, what we have to do, what we must do, what we want to do. But listen now how Allah continues in Quran. And he explains what he does for these people. What will happen? What will happen when you make yourself from the zakirat? What will happen when you remember Allah Ta'ala and profess your love for His amazingness? So then Allah Ta'ala continues. Is that being? He will send salawat on you. He will send His blessings on you. Ya Allah, you said in Quran, Inna Allah wa malaikatuhu yusalluna ala nabi That indeed Allah Ta'ala and the angels send salawats and blessings on the Prophet. It befits the Prophet that you send blessings on him. Allah Ta'ala says here in Quran, Oh no, my believer, if you do dhikr kathir, if you become from the zakirat, if you make a lot of zikr, if you do the tasbih, if you glorify Allah, the same Allah Ta'ala who said in Quran, the one and only Allah Ta'ala who said in that one Quran, that He sent salawat on the Prophet Sallallahu Allah Ta'ala said, I will also send salawat on you. So the mu'mineen and mu'minat who do zikr kathir, who are zakirin and zakirat, who remember Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala sends His salawat on them. هُوَ الَّذِي يُسَلِّ عَلَيْكُمْ وَمَلَائِكَتُهُ And all of the angels will send blessings on you. Allahu Akbar. All of the angels, including Jibreel alayhi salam. Up till this ummah, the only duty Jibreel alayhi salam had, the angel Jibreel, was to bring wahi revelation to prophets. And then he brought the last and final revelation, Wahi Qur'an al-Kareem, to the last and final Prophet Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam. But then Allah Ta'ala gave him another duty. That, O Jibreel, now you have another duty. Because this is the ummah of my beloved wasallam. These are the believers who are my beloved. Now any one of them who becomes a person of dhikr kathir who remembers you, me a lot, any person who does tasbih, who remembers I'm amazing, I myself, Allah Ta'ala, will send salawat blessings on them, and you, Jibreel, and all the angels, you will also send salawat on them. So Jibreel got a new task, to send salawat on mu'mineen. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Who, this is Quran. Allah Ta'ala is that being who sends His blessings on you, and then Allah will make all of the angels send blessings on you. Because you do the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah continues. وَيُخْرِجُكُمْ مِنُ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُورِ 
Allah Ta'ala says that I will take you out from every darkness. Zulamat is plural, from all darknesses. In the nur, into that one nur. What does it mean? I will take you out from the darkness of depression, the darkness of sadness, the darkness of ignorance, the darkness of disobedience. I will take you out from every darkness in your life. Ilanur, into the nur of my hidayah, the nur of my rahmah, the nur of Allah Ta'ala's guidance, the nur of His mercy, the nur of His fazl, His karam, His generous grace. You will just end up in nur. Allahu Akbar. Look how much Allah Ta'ala is giving us. If we do zikr of Allah Ta'ala, look at what we get. It's in Quran. Allah Ta'ala is not finished. He continues. Then, he, the, the, then the Quran continues. Bakana bil mu'minina rahima. Allahu Akbar. Arabic grammar, kana, it means it comes from istimrar. Simply it means it comes forever. Wakana bil mu'minina rahima. And Allah Ta'ala is always and ever merciful with the believers. Allahu Akbar. Who is getting this perpetual mercy? Endless rahmah. Non-stop rahmah. That's what kana means. Wakana bil mu'minina rahima. Allah Ta'ala will be non-stop sending all of His mercy on those believers who do zikr kafir. Remember Allah Ta'ala a lot. Okay, now that's what they get in this world. Then Allah Ta'ala continues in Quran. Then Allah Ta'ala starts saying what He's going to give them in Akhirah. Allah Ta'ala continues, Tahiyyatuhum yawma yalqawnuhu salam. Tahiyyatuhum means the greeting that they will be greeted with. Yawma, on that day of judgment. But for these people, Allah Ta'ala doesn't call it day of judgment. What does He refer to? Yawma yalqawnuhu, the day they meet Allah Ta'ala. Literally, this is the greeting, the day when they meet Allah Ta'ala, salam. Allah Ta'ala Himself will greet them with His salam. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Other people, when they get raised on the day of judgment, it will be a day of terror for them, a day of fear for them, a day of punishment for them. But these believers who did dhikr kathir, who did the tasbih of Allah Ta'ala, who were the lovers of Allah Ta'ala, who lived their life for that love, expressing that love, nurturing that love, nursing that love, Allah Ta'ala says about them in Qur'an, تَهِيَّتُهُمْ يَوْمَ يَلْقَوْنُهُ سَلَامٌ That the greeting that they will be greeted with on that day, on that last day, the day of judgment, but for them it will be the day that first they will get to meet Allah Ta'ala liqa. يَوْمَ يَلْقَوْنُهُ They will meet Allah Ta'ala and Allah Ta'ala will greet them with salam. Allahu Akbar. So in this world, they get salawat of Allah, blessings and mercy from Allah Ta'ala. On the day of judgment, they get greetings of salam and peace from Allah Ta'ala. And then what happens, Allah Ta'ala continues in Qur'an, وَأَعَنْدَ لَهُمْ أَجْرًا كَرِيمًا And Allah Ta'ala has prepared for them an incredible reward. It means now for all of Akhirah, Allah Ta'ala will be their gracious host, and He has prepared a limitless, endless, infinitely amazing reward for them. All of these things are promised in which ayah? In the ayah when Allah Ta'ala talks about the people who do zikr. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu. Zikrullaha zikran kathira. So we have to do this zikr. We have to learn the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We must make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Zikr is the essence of love. Zikr is the way to get this love. Right? That's the main question for today. How can I get this love for Allah Ta'ala? How can I increase this love for Allah Ta'ala? How can I make it more intense? That is done by doing the zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The more and more zikr that you do, the more you will fall in love with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala.
So then we will just end. I will give you some practical steps of zikr. I will outline a path of zikr that we can follow so that we also can get this love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our heart. This is the ultimate purpose of life. This is the be-all and end-all of life. First zikr that we should do to get this love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to recite Qur'an al-Kareem. You see, if you read the words of your beloved, it will make you fall in love with them more. Don't you see in this world, if some beloved sends you a letter, email, SMS, you save it, you keep it, and you read it, and you reread it, and you keep reading it. And if ever you get sad or lonely or something difficult happens in your life, you take it out and you read it. And you never tire of reading it. And every time you read it, it melts your heart. Every time you read it, it soothes your heart. Why? It's because you love that person. So infinitely more than that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our beloved. So to read the Qur'an more and more. The more you read Qur'an, the more you will love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you have to read it with that feeling. Read it with that intention. That this is an personally addressed to me. It's like Allah Ta'ala sent a love letter with my name on it. That's what we should feel when we read Qur'an. The purpose of this book, Qur'an al-Karim, is to connect us to Allah Ta'ala, to connect our heart to Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. And alhamdulillah, the Qur'an is perfect to doing this. It is kamil. It is, Allah Ta'ala says, shifa. It has shifa for the kulub. Uh, it has a cure, a healness for the hearts. So we should love this Qur'an. Love Qur'an, you will love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if a person says, no, I have no love for Qur'an, I don't enjoy Qur'an, they should be scared. How can I say that I love Allah when I don't love Qur'an? Hmm? How can you say you love someone when you don't even read their letter? You don't get any pleasure reading their letter. You don't like to reread their letter. Not possible. People, The whole world will tell you, must mean you must not love them. It's not possible. You haven't even opened their letter yet. Their letter is lying there. You haven't even opened it yet. They'll say, there's no, we cannot accept it and you love this person then. If you don't even open and read the letter they wrote you. So love Qur'an, you will love Allah. Make Qur'an your beloved, Allah will make you His beloved. Now, first relation with Qur'an is recitation. Qur'an and Arabiya. The nur of Qur'an you will get when you read the Arabic Qur'an. Second aspect of Qur'an is the hidayah. The guidance of Qur'an. For the guidance of Qur'an, you need to understand the meanings of Qur'an. So for those of you, because you're English, so you go on our website, and we have put the entire tafsir explanation of entire Qur'an in English there for you. And for because you're women, my wife, alhamdulillah, she teaches Qur'an online free every Monday and Wednesday. So you can learn Qur'an. So you have to get the meanings of Qur'an from the ulama of Qur'an. Get the feelings of Qur'an from the mashayikh. So that you get the meanings and the feelings. And you get the nur from the wordings of Qur'an by reciting the Arabic Qur'an on your own. Second zikr. Second zikr is your salah. You have to improve the quality of your salah. You have to be patient and work at it. You have to make it happen. It's not going to happen on its own. You have to make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala happen in your salah. You have to work on your salah. Again, we have done a whole workshop on how to feel Allah Ta'ala in your salah. You can listen to that. Many tips on that. Today I'll give you one tip. Just one of the tips. And that is that start because you need some place to start. 
So the place to start when you're trying to fix the zikr in your salah is to start with your sajda. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Quran, make sajda and you will get qurb. Make sajda, you will become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Means that sajda is the time when you are the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The greatest chance you have at qurb is in sajda. So try at least that when you pray, you focus on Allah ta'ala in your sajda. At least one sajda you should do. In which, what does it mean focus? That you feel the feeling of love. That you're just bursting with love in that sajda. Say, I won't raise my head from this sajda until I get this feeling. I'm not going to get it from this sajda. I'm going to make an effort. I'm sick and tired of this dead heart, this unfeeling heart, this unmelted heart. Why is my heart not getting melted by salah? I'm going to go in sajda and I won't get up from this sajda until I feel you, Ya Allah. Until I feel your qurb. Until I feel love for you. It will happen very quickly. We haven't even tried. We don't have this attitude towards salah. We're just happy praying and not feeling anything. We've never tried to do anything about it. Don't think that, no, no, for years I've never felt anything. You haven't tried to feel anything. Nobody can say, for years I've been trying and I haven't felt. No, no. It can be, I've been praying for years without trying. Then yes, I'll say, years will go by. So where to try first your sajda? Now again, Allah Ta'ala gave us a beautiful sentence to say in sajda. So we could feel that love. What is that beautiful sentence? Again, subhan. I already explained that to you. Subhan. Remember, amazing is my Allah. Delightful, wonderful, incredible, absolutely perfect. Subhana. And then next word, Rabbi. What does Rabbi mean? That He's my Rabb. He's mine. This is the feeling in sajda. Allah Ta'ala wants us in sajda to feel Allah is mine. When we were standing with to we say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. At that point we were feeling that, okay, Allah is Rabb of everything. Allah Ta'ala is Rabb of the universe. He is Rabb of the worlds. But by the time we reach sajda, Allah Ta'ala wants us to feel something different. Yes, I am Rabbil Alameen. Allah Ta'ala is saying, yes, I am Rabbil Alameen. But right now in sajda, I don't want you to think of me that way. I want you to feel it personally, that I am your Rabb. So when you insist that you should call upon me, not Rabbil Alameen. Don't say Subhanahu Rabbil Alameen. Say Subhanahu Rabbi. Amazing is my Rabb, my Allah. Allahu Akbar. And that's the feeling of sajda. To feel Allah is mine. That's very easy to feel when you're in sajda. Don't you see women of this world that you get happy when something is yours? If you get a nice apartment, you walk home, don't you feel happy? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. May Allah Ta'ala give everyone this happiness. That it's my home. Even something small. You get a new dish set and you look at your dish and you get happy, it's mine. Hmm? So how happy should we be? How much should the heart be overflowing with joy at this fact that this Allah who is subhan, this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is amazing, perfect, incredible, wonderful, delightful, Rabbi, He's my Rabb, He's mine. But you just enjoyed in sajda. Subhana Rabbi al-A'la. Now this is then Allah Ta'ala teaching us another thing. That even though he's my Rabb, Rabbi, he's still al-A'la, he's still exalted, he's still transcendent. I mean, Allah is Allah and I'm a slave. Right? So that element is also there in sajda. I don't know if I'm explaining this fully to you in English. Right? Al-A'la. Means that although he's imma, on the one hand, he's 100% mine. On the other hand, he is above and beyond and transcendent and exalted. So both aspects are there. You can also f- feel the meaning the other way, that Subhan, that Allah Ta'ala who is amazing, 
and Al-A'la who is exalted and transcendent above and beyond everything, he has gifted himself to me, he is my Rabb. That's even more incredible. That's something that should have been out of reach, something that was out of the universe, something that was above, beyond, transcendent. Allah Ta'ala said, no, but I am yours. I am Al-A'la, but I am yours also. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Now why can't we say it? It's such a short sentence. Not difficult. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. Few words. Three words. Hmm? Why can't we learn to say it with feeling? Start with this. Start saying this sentence with feeling. Don't get up. Say it more than three times. You don't have to keep saying it. Pause. Say it slowly. Linger on it. Dwell on each word. Let it melt your heart. So this is the second way. First way of doing zikr was to feel Qur'an. Second way of zikr is our salah. To feel Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our salah. Third way of zikr is to send blessings on Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam. This is called salawat, salam. In Persian, Urdu it's called durud. Allah Ta'ala commanded us in Qur'an, Ya ayyuhalladheena amunu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. That, O oh, you who believe, you must send salawat, salutations, blessings on the Prophet wa sallimu and send salam, peace upon him. Why? Because this is also part of our love for Allah Ta'ala that we love Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam. I already explained because he's the greatest lover of Allah Ta'ala. Because he was the greatest beloved. This is, you have to have different feelings of love. Right? One is, okay, I love my wife because she's my wife. One is, I love my wife because she's the mother of my children. One is, I love my wife because of who she is. So there are many different ways of processing this love. Just like that, our love for Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has many different aspects to it. But like I mentioned, the two greatest aspects is I love Sayyidina Rasulullah because he was the greatest lover of Allah. I love Sayyidina Rasulullah because he was the greatest beloved of Allah Ta'ala. I love Sayyidina Rasulullah because he loved me more than any other human being. Yes, a Nabi loves everyone in their Ummah. Nabi Akhtar used to cry at night for his Ummah. He used to make dua. Ya Rabbi, Ummati, Ummati, that, oh my Rabb, my Ummah, my Ummah, he, mean, he couldn't even say words. He was so much worried for his Ummah, he couldn't even articulate a sentence such as, forgive my Ummah, help my Ummah, guide my Ummah. He just said, Ya Rabbi, Ummati, 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 he just repeated that, oh my Rabb, my Ummah, my Ummah, my Ummah. So third reason to love the Prophet, he loves me. All of you should feel like this. He loves us. He loves every Ummati. No human being will ever love you as much as Sayyidina Rasulullah loved you. Why don't we realize that? So he's Allah's greatest lover. Allah Ta'ala's greatest beloved. My greatest lover, therefore I should make him my greatest beloved. I should love him the most out of every human being. So this is also part of the path of love. So then again Allah Ta'ala gave us a sentence. Allah Ta'ala knew that these believers of mine are going to be crazy, mad, passionate lovers. Their heart will be overflowing. They will need somewhere to channel that love. So he gave us a sentence for the love for Sayyidina Rasulullah What is that? Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Oh Allah, I ask you, because I have nothing I can offer my Prophet. I have nothing. You are the one who has the infinite treasures. Only you can offer something to him that befits his wonder, befits his greatness, befits his status. Only you have anything of worth, and that is your mercy, your salawat, your blessings. 
Oh Allah, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Oh Allah SWT, you send your salawat on Sayyidina Rasulullah SAW. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad. And Allah Ta'ala send it on all of his family, all of his followers, everyone who's in the legacy. Wabarik, and Allah Ta'ala send your blessings on them, wasallim, and send your peace on them. So this is another way of zikr. Try to say this at least hundred times a day. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallam. So first way of zikr was Quran. Second was to remember Allah morning our salah. Third was to send salutations, blessings on Sayyidina Rasulullah sallam. Fourth way. Fourth zikr that we have to do to get this love for Allah Ta'ala in our heart is to make istighfar. What does that mean? Always make up with your beloved. Right? If you truly someone, you'll say sorry immediately. Why? Because you don't want them to be upset with you even for a second. You will instantly make up with them because the relationship is so precious to you. It's so valuable to you. So just like that, we have to make up with Allah Ta'ala immediately. And because we all of us are sinners, we make mistakes, we sin, we slip every day. We perform inadequately. Right? We have ghaflat. Sometimes we forget Allah Ta'ala. So every day we should make this zikr called istighfar. Istighfar means saying sorry to Allah Ta'ala. Asking the forgiveness of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Every day. Every day say sorry. Every day love Allah Ta'ala. Reach out to His mercy. That He is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Al-Ghafoor Al-Ghafar. Al-Manan Al-Hanan. Al-Halim Al-Kareem. So to love Allah Ta'ala in that way. Again, Allah Ta'ala knew that these lovers of mine, they're going to be so worried whenever when they make a sin. They're going to be so worried that this relationship of love between them and me has now been interrupted because they disobeyed me. So they're going to come to me in a mad frenzy, in a janoon. They're going to come seeking my forgiveness. They're going to want, they're going to call upon me as Al-Ghafar, as Al-Ghafur. So again he gave us sentences. Here the sentence we should say in istighfar, Astaghfirullah. I seek the forgiveness of Allah, Rabbi, again, my Rabb. Why? Because I betrayed my own. One thing is to betray some other, betray some ghair, to let down some other. No. When I sinned, I sinned against Allah Ta'ala, that Allah who is my Rabb, that Allah who did everything for me, who gave every bounty and blessing to me, who provided for me, I sinned against Him. I sinned against my Rabb. Like a person comes crying to me and says that I betrayed my wife. It means something. As opposed to, I betrayed a woman. So, I betrayed my Allah. Astaghfirullah Rabbi. I seek the forgiveness after sinning and betraying Allah, Rabbi, who is my Rabb. And what do I seek forgiveness from? Min kulli bin. From all of my sins. Every mistake. All of them. Astaghfirullah Rabbi. Min kulli bin. And then, وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ And now I turn with the devotion of my heart, with the loyalty of my love. I turn in Toba إِلَيْهِ I turn towards Him. Now I turn away from those things that brought me to sin. I turn away from the gatherings of sin. I turn away from the opportunity of sin. I turn away from the people of sin. I turn away from the memories and thoughts of sin. وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ And I turn myself entirely towards Him. I reorient myself towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So try to say this dhikr also a hundred times a day. Astaghfirullah Rabbi 
مِن كُلِّ ذَنْبٍ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ So first zikr Qur'an, second zikr Salah, third zikr Salawat, Salam on Nabi Karim Sassam, fourth zikr with istighfar. Now listen to the fifth zikr. Fifth zikr is that I should love Allah SWT so much that I am remembering Him all the time. I never want to forget Him. I always want to be remembering Him. This is a feeling of love. You see, for example, if a mother loves her son and she sends her son far away to study. So when she sends her son far away to study, she's always thinking about him, always remembering him. If she talks to him on the phone, she'll say, Abdullah, I remember you all the time. I never forget you. There's no second of the day goes by that I forget you. Every second I'm always thinking about you. This is feeling of love. This is the sign of love. This is the proof of love. So we have to get this sign, this proof, this feeling of love by doing zikr of Allah Ta'ala a lot. Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, فَذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقَعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِكُمْ That remember Allah Ta'ala when you're standing, sitting, when you're lying down. What does that mean? All the time. Because we're always going to be in one of these three positions. Either we're standing, sitting or lying. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala said in Qur'an, رِجَالٌ لَا تُلْهِيهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ مُلَابَيْءٌ أَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ that there are such people that nothing can distract them from the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Not trade, not commerce, not sale, not dropping the kids at school, not household work. There's nothing in the world that can make them forget Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So we should practice this zikr also. This is called zikr kathir. This is called zikr kathir. In Arabic, another word for this is wukufi kalbi. Wukufi kalbi. Now I'll explain to you how to do this zikr. The way we do this zikr, is that every day when you wake up, you should make niyat. That just all you have to do is make intention to remember Allah. That Allah, I make intention that all the things I have to do today, I'm going to do them, but all the time my heart will still be remembering you. And then whenever you start anything, make the same intention. For example, if you teach at a school, so you have to teach from 9 to 3, you show up at school at 9, and in your heart, just in your heart, you say to Allah Ta'ala, okay, Allah Ta'ala, I'll be teaching for 6 hours now. I will be teaching, but I make niyyah intention that my kalb, my spiritual heart, the heart of my ruh, is still remembering you. So every activity you do, make the intention that I'm remembering Allah Ta'ala while doing this activity. Then try during the activity to check your intention. To check, maybe you'll find that, no, I forgot Allah Ta'ala. It's in the middle of school, I got so busy doing what I was doing, I com- I've become completely empty of feelings. I'm a ghafil. At this moment, I'm so absorbed in what I'm doing, I have no feelings for Allah. Okay, so do a spot check. Refresh your intention. Feel some feeling for Allah. Feeling of shukr, feeling of love, feeling of fear, feeling of awareness. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Hua ma'akum, aina ma'kuntum, that Allah Ta'ala is with you wherever you are. Try to feel that. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, fa'inni kareeb, I'm close to you. Try to feel His closeness. Just try to keep feeling Allah Ta'ala all the time. Keep reminding your heart, reminding, 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 reminding your heart. You may do this zikr thousands of times a day. Constantly keep reminding your heart to remember Allah Ta'ala. What will happen then? Your heart will start remembering. Then your heart will keep remembering. Then inshallah one day your heart will itself remind you. What does that mean? So maybe somebody says something mean to you. You're about to snap back. Your heart will remind you, Allah, you will bite your tongue. Maybe something happens. You're about to feel some feeling of envy for someone. Your heart will remind you, Allah, you will suppress your bad emotion. So keep reminding your heart to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
make intention of zikr, feel some feeling of Allah Ta'ala, think about some of His divine names, like Allah Ta'ala's Al-Kareem. It's not enough just to think that Allah Ta'ala is Al-Kareem, you have to think that Allah Ta'ala is Al-Kareem with me. He's being generous to me, kind to me, feel it. Feel it in every aspect of your life, feel it in your day. So this is called zikr kathir This you have to do all the time, as much as you can. And the last zikr I will tell you today, but this is very important, it's a very special zikr. This is called zikr kalbi in Arabic. It's also called muraqaba in Arabic. What is this zikr? Why is it special? This is that special zikr where you make the intention that you try that I want to remember Allah Ta'ala for a few minutes in such a way that I only remember Him. Because I want to forget everything. So this isn't the zikr to do while studying, while working, while driving, while with the children. No, this is a zikr that you have to take time out. Maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes a day. Maybe you do it once a day, twice a day. It's very helpful in the beginning to do it before or after some salah. And you take time out and you sit down and you make intention that, Ya Allah, I'm going to sit in your zikr in such a way that I forget everything in the world. I forget everything the world contains. I forget my own self. I forget my own thoughts. I want to enter a state, a hal in which I only remember you. How to do this zikr? Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَذْكُرْ رَبَّكَ فِي نَفْسِكَ And make zikr of your Rabb inside yourself. In our ruh. What's inside us is our ruh. Which part of the ruh does zikr? Our qalb, the heart of our ruh, our spiritual heart. Not the physical heart that beats blood, the spiritual heart. Just make near that, Ya Allah, I am remembering you from my heart. And I want to forget everything else. Step one, I am remembering you from my heart. And I want to forget everything else. So I close my eyes to forget this world. I close my thoughts to forget everything. Step two, what will happen? Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرْكُمْ Like I told you, Allah said, that if you make zikr of me, I, Allah, will make zikr of you. Instantly you should have yakin that when you sat down to remember Allah, Allah Ta'ala started remembering you. How does Allah Ta'ala remember us? He sends the nur of His hidayah on our heart to purify our heart of its sins, to soften our heart towards the deen, to incline our heart towards His worship, to fill our heart with its love. So you just sit there and you imagine that this nur is coming into my heart and my heart is being cleansed, my heart is being softened, my heart is being filled with the love of Allah Ta'ala. Third step. Then now, after this nur of Allah Ta'ala's hidayah is coming into my heart, my heart is going to remember Allah Ta'ala's name. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَذْكُرْ isma rabbik And make dhikr of the name of your Rabb. The name of our Rabb is Allah. وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ tabtila And focus on His name so much that everything else goes out of focus. So you will simply just make dhikr of Allah Ta'ala's name. So you will just make near that my kalb, my spiritual heart is calling Allah, Allah, Allah. And that's it. And then now you just sit there in this zikr, and all you do, 10-15 minutes, you try to forget everything, and only remember Allah's name. In the beginning, it won't happen instantly. You'll have to practice this. You have to practice this a lot. You'll have to do it for 15, 20, 30 days, for 15, 20, 30 minutes a day. First thing that will happen is random thoughts will come. You keep at it, keep trying. Keep trying to bring your concentration back to Allah's name. Again your mind will wander. Again you bring your concentration back. You'll have to go through this process. It's called tuning the heart to the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. You have to go through this process. But maybe after two, three, four weeks, if you do it every day regularly, then inshallah you'll have your first breakthrough. What will be that first breakthrough? That you'll say, yes, for actually one minute there, 
I actually did forget everything in the world. For one minute there, the only thing I was aware of was the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's called zikr. You actually read the zikr then. That you forgot everything else and you remembered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the last thing is to connect your heart to the heart of the zakirin. You see, just like we learned tafsir from mufassirin, we learned hadith from muhaddisin. So Allah Ta'ala has mentioned this word in Quran, zakirin. So we should learn zikr from the zakirin. This in our deen is called taking a shaykh for tazkiyah. Taking a teacher who is what? My teacher in taqwa, my teacher in sunnah, my teacher in tawbah, my teacher in zikr, my teacher in the feelings of the heart. How my heart can also feel love for Allah Ta'ala. So like we did today, this is part of our teachings. If you go on the website, you will find teachings just on this topic. How to love Allah, how to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how to love the Prophet how to control our gaze, how to control our anger, how to have sabr, how to have shukr. So these things we need to be taught. We need the ulama and mashayikh to go deep into Quran and sunnah and get the guidance and then guide us according to the guidance and teach us and remind us and guide us. So just like we need a teacher for everything in our deen, we should also have a teacher for our tawbah, our tazkiyah, our our taqwa, our zikr. So to join our hearts with the zakirin. So when a person does all these types of zikr and joins their heart with the zakirin, this is what Allah Ta'ala commanded in Quran, Ya ayyuhalladheena amunattakullaha wa kunu ma sadikin that O oh, you who believe, adopt taqwa wa kunu ma join your hearts with those who are truer, truer to Allah Ta'ala than us, truer to the Prophet than us, truer to the deen than us, then inshallah our heart will start and you will see yourself guaranteed that your heart will increase in its love for Allah Ta'ala. Your heart will have more love for Him, more longing for Him, more missing for Him. All of the feelings of love that we talked about today, you will find those feelings coming into your heart. May Allah Ta'ala accept this intention from us today. May He make us amongst His zakirin muhibbin. Wa akhir da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah Subhanallah bin Allah Wahab Allah Makdwah Subhanallah bin Allah Wahab Allah Masalli ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa barik wa sallim Rabbana zalamna anfusana Wa illam takfir lana Wa talhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin Rabbik fir wa alham Wa anta khairul rahimin Rabbana la tuzir kulubana Ba'da idh hadaytana وَحَمْلَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَابِ رَبَّنَا يَا رَبِّ كَرِيمٌ You are our kind and generous Rabb. You are soft and loving Rabb. You are our gentle and merciful Rabb. Yalla, you give us the gift of Iman, the gift of Quran, the gift of Islam, the gift of Nabi alayhi salam. ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا Yalla, we wronged our own selves. We allowed ourselves to become distant from you. We allowed our hearts to become unfeeling for you. Yalla, we turned to the in to you, Ya Allah. Forgive us for this sin. Forgive us for this neglect. Forgive us for being unappreciative. Forgive us for taking that for granted. Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive us for all the sins that we ever did. Forgive us for the sins that we did in the day. Forgive us for the sins that we did at night. Forgive us for the prayers that we missed. Forgive us for the hearts that we hurt. Forgive us for the lies that we told. Forgive us for the sinful thoughts
thoughts that we thought, forgive us for the sinful desires we harbored, forgive us for the sinful feelings we felt. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we ask that you purify us from sin, rescue us from sin, deliver us from sin, remove us from sin. Ya Allah, erase the effects that these sins have had on us, erase the sinful memories, erase the sinful pleasures, keep us from the sinful people, keep us from the sinful gatherings. And Ya Rabbi Kareem, most of all, the distance that we adopted from you because of our sins, remove that distance, Ya Allah. Bring us close to you again. Tell us, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ Once again, Ya Rabbi Kareem, we want to be close to you. We want to be loving to you. We want to be beloved to you. We want to be loyal to you. We want to be obedient to you. Ya Allah, make it happen, Ya Allah. Make it so, Ya Allah. You just have to say, Kun Ya Allah. Then for Yakun it will happen. Ya Allah, decree this for us. Ordain it for us. Accept it for us. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, we too want to be your true lovers. Ya Allah, put the truest love for you in our heart. Put the passionate love for you in our heart. Put the crazy love for you in our heart. And your Rabbi Kareem, take out all the unlawful loves from our heart. All the lustful loves, romantic loves, materialistic loves, vain loves, conceitful loves. Take out every unlawful love from our heart. And you love fill our heart with the love for you. Love for Deen Islam. Love for Quran. Love for Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. A love for his Sunnah. Love for his Sahaba. Love for his Sirah. Love for the Siddiqeen and Sadiqeen, love for the ulama, love for the awliya, love for the shuhada, love for the salihin, love for all mu'mineen. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept, this, accept us for this love, unite us on this love, raise us on the day of judgment in this love. Ya Rabbi Kareem, grant us true feelings, Ya Allah. We too want to feel you in our salah. Ya Allah, grant us the dhikr in salah, grant us feeling in salah, grant us the happiness and joy of sajda, grant us the joy of long prayer. Ya Allah, take fix our dead hearts. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we are tired of having a heartless relationship with you. We want to have a heartfelt feelings for you. Heartfelt relationship with you. Make us people of Salah, people of Quran, people of Dhikr, people of Dua. You'll accept us, Ya Rabbi Kareem. We made an intention today, although we have no strength, Ya Allah. We have no actions, Ya Allah. We have no A'mal, Ya Allah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, your beloved messenger Sassam taught us, innamal a'malu bin niyat likulli imri in ma nawa that we will have what we intend. Yalla, today we made a big intention. Yalla, our intention today is you, Ya Allah. You are our desire. You are our wish. You are our murad. We intend to be your lover, Ya Allah. We dream of being your beloved, Ya Allah. Accept our dreams. Fulfill our wishes. Allahumma inna nas'aluka minka anta, Ya Allah. Minka hubbaka, Ya Allah. Wa hubba man yuhibbuk, Ya Allah. Wa hubba amalin alladhi yukarribuna ilayk, Ya Allah. Yalla, increase us in our love, we want to be your lovers. This is what we have come for. This is why we are here. You know, we have come from different parts of the world. We have no knowledge of one another, except that we know that we both want to love you, that we all want to love you, except our coming here today, except our sitting here today, before we rise, before we return home, accept us for this mission, grant us our desire, fulfill our wish, complete the journey, make us your lovers, Ya Rabbi Kareem, make us your beloved, Ya Rabbi Kareem, make us your amongst your muhibbeen, make us amongst your mahbubeen. Ya Rabbi Kareem, if you don't accept us, we have no other way to go, no other place to turn, no other being to love, no other love to seek. Ya Rabbi Kareem, you are our 
our one and only. We are the people of Tawheed. We only worship you. We only do sajda to you. We only pray to you. We only want you, Ya Allah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, indeed you have millions and millions of better people than us. You have historically had wonderful believers better than us. But Ya Rabbi Kareem, we have only you. We have only one you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept us, Ya Allah. Accept it, Ya Allah. Make us true, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Change our hearts, Ya Allah. Revive our hearts, Ya Allah. Accept our hearts, Ya Allah. Make us amongst the Dhaqirin and Dhaqirat. Make us amongst Udhkurullah, Zikran Kathira. We want to remember you every moment of the day, every second of the night, and every activity that we do. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with the love for you. And Ya Rabbi Kareem, if ever we forget, remind us, Ya Allah. If ever we go astray, guide us, Ya Allah. If ever we become ignorant, grant us knowledge, Ya Allah. If ever we slip, Ya Allah, guide us, Ya Allah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, our nafs is after us, trying to make us sin. Shaitan is after us, trying to make us sin. We live in an environment of sin, surroundings of sin. But Ya Allah, you are Al-Hadi, Ya Allah. You send your hidayah on us. Protect us, Ya Allah. You said in Quran, Allahu waliyul ladina amanu, that you are our friend. Yukhrijuhum in the zalamati, in the nur, that you will take us out from the darknesses and bring us into nur. Ya Allah, we've come here to befriend you, Allah. Accept us, Ya Allah. Make us your friends, Ya Allah. Take us out from these darknesses. Guide us into nur. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we make dua, special dua for all the women who are here, all the women who are listening. Ya Allah, they came here seeking you and only you. Ya Allah, let them not be mahroom. Let them not be deprived in any way. Grant them their wish. Make them from the salihat. Make them from the sadiqat. Make them from the qanitat. Make them from the shakirat. Make them from the sabirat. Ya Rabbi Kareem, make them from the dhakirat. Make them from your beloved servants and slaves. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept their entire families for deen. Soften the hearts of the husbands towards deen. Soften the hearts of the parents towards deen. Soften the hearts of the children towards deen. Ya Rabbi Kareem, when your acceptance come, you can accept a whole family, Ya Allah. When you accepted a mahajra, you accepted her and her entire lineage until Yomidin. You made her the mother and foremother of thousands of Anbiya. You'll accept all of these women here today in the same way. Make from their children descendants, Allah, ulama. Make from the children descendants your lovers and your followers and your believers. Ya Allah, accept all of our descendants all the way to Yomidin for the hifazat of this iman, for the amanat of this deen. Ya Allah, Rabbi Kareem. Ya Allah, we ask that you accept all of their heartfelt dua remove their difficulties, ease their worries, put barakah in their home, barakah in their time, barakah in their wealth, barakah in their health, put barakah in their deen. Ya Allah, let every ibadat have an effect on them, every teaching of deen have an effect on them. Ya Allah, let us die only once we have felt every verse of Qur'an, practiced every verse of Qur'an, felt every sunnah, practiced every sunnah. Ya Allah, we too want to be raised in the Day of Judgment, such that you greet us with your salam, such that we meet you, Ya Allah, such that we are smiling upon you, and you are smiling upon us. Ya Allah, grant these du'as. Your kareem, it will not diminish your dominion in any way. It will not lessen you in any way to grant these du'as of ours. Accept these du'as, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Give us your karam, give us your fazl, give us your rahmah, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Ya Allah, be kind and soft and merciful with us. Ya Allah, we ask that you accept all their heartfelt du'as. To whom can they turn? To whom can a woman spill her heart to? You'll accept the silent du'as, the heartfelt du'as, the inner du'as. Grant them all that they wish. Grant them more than they wish. Grant them us more when we ask. 
Yadim Bikirin, and all the du'as that any of your lovers ever made to you, which made them beloved to you, we make all those same du'as on this day, except those same du'as on our behalf, Ya Allah, and make us also beloved to you. Yadim we make du'a for the Ummah, Ya Allah, for the weak of the Ummah, the oppressed of the Ummah, the Muslimin, Muta'asireen, Ya Allah, send your special Rahman on them, your special mercy on them, show them light when they are in darkness, show them hope when they see none, protect them when they have no protector, be their guardian over them, and Ya Allah, accept us for the khidmat of this ummah, the khidmat of deen, da'wat of Allah, da'wat of deen, Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, Rabbana takambal minna innaka anta samiyun adeem, wa tubu alayna innaka anta tawabu rahim, wa sallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi Sayyidina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in, برحمتك يا رحمة الرحيم